Cheers. If you don't know what Weiss is, where have you been? I'm not done with Rosé. Okay, it's been a rough week with, like, how I feel about things. Do we talk about the election now? Or I have a Dr. Dre thing. I'm not taking sides. They're both idiots. You park in my driveway, you might as well have killed my dog. I don't know what that means, but you're going to get it. You got it the wrong way around, honey. You're, you're the, the problem. problem. I'm a detective. I can't trust any of these bitches anymore. Mm-mm. No, it's my butt. It's Sushi. Me. She's like a cockroach. She is, but she's only a cockroach in the butt. I got some gazungas. Cheers. Cheers. Listen, here's the thing. First of all, okay, no, continue. I'm not making this up. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we can. I don't think we should. Piece of garbage. You're the problem. Uh, Do not sound bite that. I'm married to a Jewish man. This is Wigs and Wives. You're being shady right now, and I don't have the energy for it, so. Get the energy. Bitch, please. This shade is on fire. On fire? Yeah, on fleek. People still say that. They don't, do they? Uh, I think old people do that realized what it meant, like, um, a month ago. On fleek. (sighs) Now I have to get used to extra thirsty. (laughs) Extra thirsty. You know. Extra thirsty. Yeah. Well, like separate, <laughs> but equal. <laughs> I can't snap. Are we recording? No? No? No. Yes. Oh. oh. When I start talking into my microphone <laughs> just nonchalantly. <laughs> we were recording earlier, but then I plugged my headphones into... Oh, I'm like, why can't I hear anything? And I was like, because... My headphones are, are over the wig, over the wig <laughs> and my hair that I haven't tucked in. I'm a mess. We're all a mess. Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Wigs and Weiss. We hope you're having a lovely day that we release this. We don't know what day that's going to be necessarily, but we hope it's a good day. We hope it's a good day. And um, we hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, gobble, gobble. On to the next one, which will be here before we know it. That's true. Because you know what basic bitches say. Time, it just goes by so fast. Uh, it feels like it was just Thanksgiving, and now it's And now Christmas. it's Christmas, and now it's New Year's. And I don't know how I'm going to get my shopping done. Oh, I have no idea. The kids. You know what's so funny? What's so funny? My shopping list is my mom, my dad, my in-laws, my my kids, which are my dogs, and you know what my husband's shopping list is? His wife. <laughs> Daddy, you had me there. You had me. Thank you. Thank you. you. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> so we're drinking kombucha this time because um, I, my liver has holes in it after my bender Thanksgiving. Oh, whoopsie daisies. Hi, Vanessa. It wasn't me this time. It was me. <laughs> Vanessa texted me. I'm going to have to tell her what I'm doing after this podcast. Um, God damn it. What the fuck are we talking about right now? Oh, yeah. So we're drinking kombucha. Get over it. <laughs> it's got ice in it. We're wearing wigs. It's from, this is about as uh, basic as I get. Actually, I don't know if it's no. basic. It's privileged uh, to go to Whole Foods and get it from the tap instead of just getting it by the... So I was so excited when you came in with that. I was like, oh my God. I've been wanting to try it. It's so overpriced. It's ridiculous. It's $12 for that thing. That's not bad. It could have been a bottle of wine for that much. That's Good bottle true. of wine. That's true. $12 for a good bottle of wine. You and the wine prices shock me. Remember when the Merv- 15 16 Yeah, that's that. You, that's not nothing. 15, I, know, I know it's not nothing, but it's not like it's not like super expensive. No, but it's middle of the road for sure. Sure. I had 
a you, couple but of you boxes said, of wine this weekend that were three ninety nine. So did you say boxes? Yes. What boxes do you buy? <laughs> They're at Trader Joe's. They're these. Uh, they have a white and a red. There's like a Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, it's girl, you've been holding out on me. It's is it new, hang- it's, see? It's budget drunk. I <laughs> look at a box of wine and I feel my hangover. It's not it, three days. It's three day hangover. It's a basic white wine. It's not Perfect anything. But like, you. if you got it at a happy hour <laughs> okay. at a restaurant, you'd be like, "This is totally fine." All right. And it's three ninety nine for a box, and the Merlot is six ninety nine. I think. I feel like that's and it's like two bottles. It's blackout immediate blackout and instant three day hangover. Don't knock it till you box it. Till I black out with it. This is all right. Okay. Want to pop our corks? Let's pop our corks. <laughs> Still fun, right? Okay. Do you want to start? Or you want me to? Why don't you start? All right. I think we need to talk about some really important stuff, and the most important is Kanye West. <laughs> I'm glad you started there because yeah, <laughs> there's some. I, there's some. <laughs> there's some. I'm gonna try to make it light with my other shit, but it's pretty heavy. Yeah. Um. What the fuck is happening with Kanye West? So, it, from I've been, I have to admit, I've been on, on, in a bit of a bubble the past week. Right. Being out, I went out to Palm Springs. I was not watching TV, not really checking too much of social media. So the you last I saw life. for a catch up was her, was him on stage telling everyone to pretty much go fuck themselves. Oh, that's that's where you left off. Yeah, I don't oh, know. so much has happened. Oh, tell me. Okay, girl. <laughs> so Kanye West had his meltdown. Psychiatric hold. I know that too. Yes. Okay. okay. So he was put on a psychiatric hold. He was in the hospital for a solid like week or so. Oh boy! Only Kim was going to see him. Uh, the nine one one call was released, and basically the dispatcher was like, "Okay, make sure he doesn't get any weapons or anything." Was it her? She called nine one one. No, it was his doctor called nine one one. Somebody called his doctor, and his doctor was like, "Yeah, this guy is a danger to himself and other people around him." So they said, "Don't get, don't let him get any weapons." It sounded like he had like a paranoid. Not I don't I don't know if schizophrenic is the right word, but just like a psychiatric break. Oh God, that's sad. It's really sad. I know. Like, okay, I was thinking about it a lot today and reading up on it a little bit. It was such an. It was actually. I hate to say this about somebody's mental health, but it was a nice break from the election, like all that bullshit <laughs> or presidency, whatever the fuck is happening in our world right now. Um, but. Uh, it also coincided with the anniversary of his mom's death. Oh. So it seems like he's a he's a guy, he's a young man whose mother died when he was young, who he was very close with. Yep. That put him on he never recovered from that and it's put him on like this this fast fast moving train of just like I'm going to barrel into a psychiatric break eventually. It just sucks that he's such an asshole. Yeah. You, you know? You can't really Well, I feel for him, but it's hard to like really I don't know. It's like whatever I, happened to the video game he was going to make about his mom being an angel flying. Do you know this? I did not know this. I might need to look this up. There was like he announced that he was going to create a video game about like where his mom, like you were a, an, an angel flying and like scoring. Wait, points. you're like his mom scoring points. I'm going to have to Google this right. That's now. kind of adorable. I don't know if it happened. Kanye West mom video game. It comes up right away. There's a trailer for it. That came out this year. We'll so. put it on the Facebook page. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> yes, we will. We're going to... Guys, it's going to be a new year. Yeah. It's going to be new wigs and weiss, and you guys are going to be like, like overwhelmed There's going to be so stuff. much stuff, you're going to hide us from your news feed. Seriously. Like, let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, 
did you did you have any more thoughts on Kanye or is it just like like it's it's crazy that he's going through this in the public? We thought it was gonna be Lindsay. We thought the next public meltdown was gonna be Lindsay. Lindsay. We're on Lindsay watch right now. (laughs) Lindsay Lohan, not me, but also maybe me. Um, (laughs) So we're waiting. this, This year wraps up. We're all on the edge. As long as they don't take Dolly Parton away from us. Oh my God! Why if would you even put that into the universe? If 2016 does that, you're cutting that out of this. <laughs> don't put that into the universe. Okay, my God. I'll cut it out. No, 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 really no, no I won't. <laughs> um, but like this year's just been a, a train full of shit barreling into a crevice full of more shit on fire, and I'm ready for it to be over. <laughs> Anyway, Paul, so, so, uh, so let's Kanye pop your West, cork. Yeah. yeah. Um, I will start by saying uh, the thing that's got me the most worked up this week mm-hmm. is the Collateral Beauty trailer. Have you seen it? No. It's Will Smith's new movie. Oh. I feel like every year Will Smith pulls this shit where he's just like, I'm going to make a movie you don't expect me to make. And it's going to teach you something about life and trust and and beauty and just like, oh, well, not today. (laughs) Not today. We get it. They watch the trailer. It's like everyone and their mother is in this movie. Kate Winslet's in it. Why? Um, uh, Helen Mirren is in it. Um, Edward Norton's in it. There's a slew of people. Keira Knightley's faces in it. Oh, um, poor Kira and her oh face. God, her goddamn face. <laughs> um, so this movie, the trailer essentially is like he hears voices or he sees people that aren't there. No. And those people are love, represented by Kira Knightley. Stop. Time, represented by a little boy. And death, represented by Helen Mirren. And Why does Helen Mirren got to be death? <laughs> She's more alive than any of those fuckers. And that's one of the heavily used finger quotes right now jokes in the film is that he someone's like you see death and he's like yeah and apparently death is an old white woman and that's like supposed to play for a laugh but i think someone farted in my theater around that time and that's about all the reaction wow. I heard. it was it's an awful trailer it looks shock me watch it's like brilliant but like the trailer speaks like volumes it, like, um the things you learn when you go to heaven or whatever that stupid book is or oh the chicken seven- soup for the soul. Oh, looks I loved like that. that shit in high school. Yeah. Well. Um, I probably would have loved this movie in high school too, but not but in high school. I'd watch it on an airplane and probably cry. So anyway. Yeah. That's that's the thing that's gotten me worked up this week. Then there's also the that whole presidency you talked about. Uh, yeah. Do you want to talk about um, Trevor Noah's interview with how, – how do you – Tommy, is that her name? I think it's – I think it's it may be Tommy. I I don't know. I don't care. I'll start by saying it was, you know, infuriating at times, but it also is the conversation that we need to be having more of. Absolutely. And I really respect that uh, Trevor posted on Facebook with the extended interview a couple hours ago, saying, um, "Thank you for being my guest, Tommy. Our goal should be to destroy these bubbles, not each other. You're always welcome on my show. Graceful, graceful, kind." Um, She's still <laughs> saying the most hateful, vitriolic things. And the thing that I loved most about it, it's a long, I watched the whole 20-minute interview, but the thing that I loved about him was just drilling in, how do you want them to protest? Exactly. And it, what infuriates me is that, like, she's like, hey, guys, get over it. You lost. Like, that's the thing. Like, you just need to shut up now. When it's like, when do you think people protest? We don't protest when we win. We protest when we lose. Yeah. And we want to be heard right now. Totally. So to that question then, 
how are we supposed to protest? What's the appropriate way to protest? And the answer to that is you can't. And maybe it's be big old babies for eight years and destroy, like get our country built into a tizzy that could potentially destroy it, like the Republicans which, did for eight years. Which truly may be what's going to happen. Like we're all it just going to get war. It's going to be a hornet's nest for four years. Yeah. Don't say eight, please. No, I just meant what they did with Obama right. lasted oh, yes. eight years. Yes. Sorry, um, but the thing that was infuriating to me, aside from the fact that she reminds me of every entitled bitch I went to high school with. Uh, I'm going to edit that out. (laughs) There are a lot of girls that I went to high school with that were very nice. Well, you didn't say that. She reminds you of of a certain type. Exactly. (laughs) Not Not every bitch you went to high school with. Exactly. There were some nice bitches. There were some nice bitches. I was a nice bitch, I think. I don't know. Um, But (laughs) there's so many moments where we're just like, we're not going to edit that out. (laughs) We're not going to, and you're going to hear them all. Um, I just she she says that black people are not allowed to be upset from the point of view of a pretty white educated girl who's never had to deal with that kind of adversity in her life. Talking to a man who grew up in apartheid South Africa, like and she does not understand how ridiculous she looks and sounds. Like Well, that's the whole that's the whole Group And there's something about all these people that are coming on and being like, what you just said, like, just get over it. Like you, well, you're gorgeous and you're white and you like, you can get away with anything. And you're, there's, there's literally no way a person of color from the point of view of those people could be like, Hey guys, maybe this country hasn't treated us very well. I mean, you brought us over to be slaves. So maybe, could you think for a second that... We could be upset with this country. No, that flag. People have fought for that flag. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to worship that flag, even though your ancestors were beaten by slaveholders. Like, come on. And that's exactly what he's saying he, in a very calm, he was very moderate calm. way, saying, "How should we do it then?" Yeah. And she had no answer. She had no answer. And that's the like the heart of this is that like I don't care what side you are on. Like I just don't know. I try to always think about well, what did we do in this situation? And I don't remember there being a time where like. We were going on shows and being like, you can't protest Obama. Like, no one was saying that. You can't yeah. be upset right now. You just have to, like, move on. I mean, it was sort of, un- un- maybe it was like an unsaid thing, but it was not overtly said by the by them being just like, shut up and get over it. There yeah. was a huge conference at Harvard. Did you hear about this? It's ha- It goes on every year. Oh, my God. I had no idea. It sounds like it was a shit show. Which, and these are the people that were involved with the election. Yeah. So if they're screaming at each other, like, what the fuck it's, are we supposed it would, to do? I feel like it's the perfect end to a shit show of an election. Like, because it's usually, you know, the the working people that were in the, I can't think of words, the people that worked <laughs> at the campaign um, go and speak about, like, the process and everything. And it's usually very cordial. And this year, it's just like, no... Shit's going down. They called it something like a cat fight or a bitch fight it's or something crazy. like that. Which is probably sexist, but uh, yeah. It doesn't um, matter anymore. Well, since we're we're on the election, uh, the presidency. I keep calling it the election in like some it's way not, that it's going to like I can't believe it's over yet. <laughs> um, my sister um, works for the VA. Mm-hmm. And she called me today to inform me because I had not heard this, that Donald Trump... His, is rumored to be appointing Sarah Palin to head up I the veterans' that. affairs for this country. Neither a veteran nor anyone with any sort of basis for medicine 
Sarah Palin. Like, oh. it would be scary enough if it was just someone that didn't have any experience with veterans or medicine, but it's also Sarah fucking Palin. She's an idiot. She's, we can all agree she's an idiot. She's a dangerous idiot, Yeah. Too. And so, and and the VA, there are already threats that they're going to try and privatize the VA, which will already, like, here's this guy that's going to be looking out for you guys. Oh, he's going to privatize that thing that that's, you need every day, and you're not going to be able to afford it anymore. Big bad Obamacare. That's the craziest thing I've ever... They're veterans. Yeah, no, and we're and that's the thing, is like... All these people voted against or voted for Trump because they thought he was going to get rid of Obamacare. Like, you're going to lose your veterans affairs now, too. And also... Sweetheart, so good luck. Also, like, okay, so they're in a tizzy because, like, Colin Kirpak... How do you say his last name? Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Thank you. Thank you, my brain. (laughs) (laughs) Colin Kaepernick is kneeling during the national anthem. Aren't you disgracing the flag because you're fucking over the people that fought to keep our nation safe? Isn't that a disgrace to the flag? In my opinion, that goes hand in hand. It does. But it's not like these things that he's doing already are so like, I I hate to say like they, they're just not paying attention to those things. Somebody taking a knee at a football game is like interrupting my game. Like that's happening right right in front of my face. How dare he? Like the appointment of Sarah, they probably still like Sarah Palin and think, oh, she'll do a bang up job. I don't know any veterans or whatever. And like, that's what's terrifying. The actual implementation of the things that he's going to do yeah. are going to slip through the cracks. Oh, he, I mean, every time he goes into a Twitter, like, meltdown, That's he's just trying God. to distract from things. When Fidel Castro up- is dead, exclamation point. Oh, my God. That blew my mind. He's the president a, used an exclamation point. He's How about a teenager, that seriously. Whoa. Earthquake. Big one. Big one. Um, he doesn't know. Think about this kombucha. The kombucha is very good. Do you know what flavors that it is? I'm gonna say pomegranate cherry. No, and no. I oh. took two different ones and blended them. <gasps> Look at you, a blend. Pineapple and blueberry. Oh. I don't really taste it. I taste I berry. Either. Yeah, I definitely taste the berry, but it's red. That's the blueberry. I think is purple. Oh, I Interesting see. Purple and yellow. Content. We're full of it tonight. <laughs> Um, I, ooh, 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 I want to talk about Julian, Julian Assange. <laughs> so, <laughs> ooh, 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 Julian Assange. Julian Um, so we all know Julian Assange. He's the WikiLeaks guy, which actually my little rap Wiki, there Wiki worked. worked for it. Wiki, Wiki work. Now I'm going to go out on a limb here and venture to guess that Julian Assange does not like women. <laughs> Just this might shock you guys. He might not like a lady, mm-hmm. especially a lady in power, because mm-hmm. his next person he's going after is uh, Angela Merkel, the chancellor of Germany. He has leaked documents of hers that tie her administration to the NSA. And there's this whole spy thing that could be happening. Basically, he's trying to bring her down. Oh, boy. And people are um, theorizing that perhaps Julian Assange is in Putin's pocket. Oh, maybe, you think? And he's trying to bring down democracy around the world. So That's exciting. Have fun sleeping tonight, guys. (laughs) I know I will. (laughs) I mean, what's going on? I don't know. But I fuck honestly, you, was, Julian I was driving this week, and it just entered my head that Donald Trump is our president. And I started like hysterically laughing. It's yeah. like, and it was not out of like this is fun. Like I just, I, it was hysterics. Yeah, like Donald Trump is our president. President elect. It's not over yet. It is, but <laughs> we have is. to keep saying that. 
Um, so I, he's, I used to think that WikiLeaks was a good thing, holding people accountable. And like, I understand that no politician should get away with being shady. And there certainly is shadiness in every administration everywhere. But the fact that he is targeting Hillary Clinton and Angela Merkel back to back, something's telling me that he's he's just trying to make Putin's will happen. Which is, that's I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's okay. just scaring me a little bit. It is scary. <laughs> As I twirl my wig. Oh, what's happening? It's the blonde. It's gone to my roots. It's, I go- think. it's going. Let's move on. I'll tell you so, one more thing before my cork gets shoved back in the bottle. Okay. Um, my husband and I were at a bar after Thanksgiving, and we were having a cocktail, and this woman came over who was like certainly Looney Tunes and certainly shared a lot of the opinions we don't necessarily agree with. Yes, please. And it was like playful and light enough, and uh, she was racist too, though. At one point, she said something terrible uh. about Asian people, I think. Who anyway, talks shit about Asian people? At a bar to people that you do not know. In Palm just, Springs. Yeah, with a gay flag on the door, by the way. Oh, it was not on. that type of bar. Like, it was not a gay bar, but, like, they were gay-friendly. They had really good burgers. It Ooh. was, like, it was a good... <laughs> Sounds like a delight. a good place. And they had, like, a weird jazz band playing. Um, but anyway, she at one point goes, but you know that, you know, Obama's buying a house out here, which he is. He's he buying is. a house I in Palm Desert. Congratulations. And she's like, speak closer to his boyfriend. <laughs> and I was like, now you can tell me more. Like, what do you know? And she's like, well, I know everything that happens in this town. So he's essentially flown here every Valentine's Day to be with him. And, you know, I know who he is. And I was like, who is he? And he's like, she's like, I can't tell you. And I was like, fuck off. Like, and she wouldn't tell me. And so Nick and I left like laughing, like, I'm sure Obama like chooses Valentine's Day, the most romantic day of the year. To go to fly spend with his boyfriend. So we were laughing about it. Turns out I was like, let me do my fact checking before I make fun of this woman on our podcast. He has flown to Palm Springs every last Valentine's Day. Maybe he and Michelle love it there. <laughs> I don't think Michelle goes. It's him. This is an article I found. Oh, no. Yeah. Barry, what you doing? <laughs> Are you on the DL? For the third day in a row, in the third Valentine's weekend in a row, President Barack Obama headed out to play some golf in the Coachella Valley, and he stays at Larry Ellison's house, who I believe is Oracle, maybe? Um, And uh, Obama's golf foursome includes three high school friends. He has made a tradition of meeting in Southern California, Greg Orme, Bobby Titcomb, and Mike Ramos. Titcomb. Titcomb. His name is Titcomb? That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) He's a Titcomb. Um, He flies in on Friday... He goes to Porcupine Creek, and he spends a few leisurely days in the desert before hosting a summit with leaders of the American Association of Southeast Asian Nations on Monday. So maybe he's, he's – but I was like, that is brazen for him to just be flying in to see his – he's not gay. If, if, <laughs> if Barack Obama was on the DL, do you know how many people would be trying to bust those doors down? <laughs> it would have happened by now. Anyway, so that's that's my last. Quote. I love that. Yeah. But Hi, good crazy on punch. her for knowing that. Sure, you know, I love people being informed about their their community. Community gay. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, what do you want to do next? I've got a troll patrol. Why don't you do a troll patrol? All righty. Oh, troll patrol. I have two actually. Oh, good because I don't have one this week. Okay, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Something should be at this point. What are we like twenty minutes in and making yeah, everyone? Everybody's if fine. You're still with us. You're thanks. okay. 
So um, sadly, my my friend Vanessa and I used to go to this place called Tinga in Santa Monica. They have the best goddamn nachos in the world and lovely margaritas. And then the the Santa Monica lo- thank you location closed. So we stopped going. We're like, but there's still one on La Brea, which we never went to. Um, but we're like, that's nice to know that it's there. We could go get nachos if we wanted to. What's so good about their nachos? They've got this um, this uh, pork that's just like shredded perfectly with like this crumbly cheese, and the chips are like so perfectly salty and crunchy. I want them right now. They're so good. I'm so sad that I'll never be able to get them again because. <gasps> The La Brea location has closed. Oh, Dios mio. I know. So I was like, for Troll Patrol, I'm going to go on Tinga's Yelp and see what bitches are talking trash about my Tinga. <laughs> you might not want to ask that question because <laughs> I heard that people be talking about your Tinga. They be talking about my Tinga and making me mad. <laughs> there were some reviews I was like, well, this is this seems actually pretty earnest and I would be mad too. But then I got to Lena B. Yeah, Lena. Lena, Lena B. Lena on me. Wrote on uh, January 12th. She's, it says she's New York, New York, so maybe she comes here every once in a while. Anyway, in all caps, she writes, oh. K. <laughs> like K-A-Y? No, just, oh. just a K. K. For $15 tacos, I want a cup of water bigger than a shot glass. Also, this is not cops anymore. Also, they try to freeze you out by putting the air on. If you're an L.A. transplant and eat for, for the gram... Then you will love this place. I suggest you come and stay here then. So. What? Eat for the gram? Is that a thing? Instagram. I know, but like, are people, is that what, if you no. post pictures? What? Eat and, for the gram. And also, okay, she says she's from New York, New York on her profile. Then it says if you're an LA transplant and eat for the, isn't she an LA transplant? So she's calling out her people? I'm sorry. <laughs> that was a burp. <laughs> But it gets better. Oh, boy. So that was her second. This was her updated review. She wrote the original review uh, on May 1st, 2015, and it reads as follows. Meh. The food was really bland, to say the least. They have self-serve water, and the cups are the little ones they serve at art galleries. For $15 tacos, you'd expect some (laughs) service. It was uncomfortably freezing in there. Every time we tried to flag down the waiter, he would hold up a finger and say, one minute. This place is for Los Angeles transplants that think they're foodies but eat for Instagram. She's got a personality disorder. She definitely does. Like she Also, maybe it's time to stop trying to find $15 tacos. Maybe that's the problem. Yeah. And maybe don't go back if you're going to leave a one-star review the year before. Hate on LA transplants, which you are. And I'm going to guess, I should have gotten on her Instagram, but I'm going to venture to guess <laughs> she's got some food pics on that Insta. 100%. It's probably every other picture cuz I went through her other reviews and everyone is just like this restaurant is this and this restaurant is that. Anyway, Lena B you're the problem. You're the problem. Uh, and then my other troll patrol is today I became a troll. <gasps> well, you've been a troll for certain causes, in the, but not a troll. A troll, like, I'm shocked. Were you, like, unnecessarily mean? No, but I was mean. Well, but you, so you've been, like, nasty before, but it's always been with a purpose. You're like a superhero. I did it with a purpose. Okay, I'm like Robin that's not Hood. a troll. A troll's like... Grimy underneath, just making people feel bad for the sake of making them feel bad. Yeah, I didn't do that. You make them feel bad for being the problem, I think. Let's find out. Let's find out. Let me open. Okay. So I belong to this group on Facebook that's Women in Comedy LA. 
and a girl posted this guy that talks shit about Amy Schumer. It says, Amy Schumer is in talks to play Barbie in the upcoming live-action movie. That's like Peter Dinklage being cast to portray Andre the Giant. Coincidentally, the thought of this is more funny than any, anything Amy Schumer has ever done. And then posted a picture of the fat Barbie that was like photoshopped a while ago. And I was like, what's the best response to this guy? Like, I can't be super mean. And I also need to have, like, I need to have specifics. So I went to his Facebook page. <laughs> okay, you, maybe you are a troll. <laughs> I went to his Facebook page and I was like, well, honey, you should not be commenting on anybody's looks. And then I was like, but what if he's funny? Um, so I went to his Twitter. <laughs> not funny at all. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want people to like, I don't want him to benefit from this, and I don't want people to harass him because I'm not a terrible person. I'll stick to the harassing everybody. Yeah. Let a professional, Let a professional take care of it. <laughs> so I tweeted at him. He has not responded yet, but I said at dickbag wannabe comedian. That's not his actual handle, but you know. I said, honey, if you're going to call Amy Schumer fat and unfunny, you might want to first make sure you're not fat and unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> Is that terrible? It's not terrible. He deserves... I'm it's part calling, of the problem. It, it's, no, it's calling out what he did, but also kind of doing what he did. But the thing is, guys don't have to deal with it very often. No, they don't. That's true. Because there are tons of... And it's time to, to correct that. A little. Sure. But do we correct it with kindness? or do we no. no. He doesn't deserve <laughs> kindness. And all I said was the truth. Truth and comedy, and sometimes the truth hurts. I'm sorry, wannabe comedian dude. Um, that's sorry. That's at wannabe at comedian. wannabe comedian dude. Fat, disgusting comedy. It, comedian there we go. Um, Just because you have a beard doesn't mean you're funny. I just saying. You, you have every right to be a vigilante right now. The world needs a, a few vigilantes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I just like sit at my computer and yeah. take care of justice. Right. Yeah. And I take justice and I send it. On a Twitter, and, and then I, and then I like keep refreshing my Twitter, to see if he says anything back, because I'm kind of scared <laughs> that he will. And then I'm like, oh, is he gonna look at my stuff? He's gonna be able to call things about me. Yeah, he could. He's gonna talk about if he's gonna talk about anything. He's gonna talk about that wig. Girl, he doesn't know what my <laughs> wig looks like. I might send him a picture. <laughs> the um, only time she's been caught on camera, she looked good. She's. She's looking... She's seen better days. I'm going to gift myself for Christmas. Give yeah. me a wig. Oh, maybe we should buy each other wigs for Christmas. Ooh, I like that. Kind of fun. I follow, I follow some wigs on Instagram. I'll tag you because they're real cute. Okay. Just to give you some ideas. Um, I have a new segment. Oh, I have two time. new segments. Oh, my and God. I, and I don't want to go on for too long, but I um, let's start with one real quick that I just like to call, and I don't have a sound effect. We probably won't have one, but for today... Sponsor us. Because you know what, guys? We have put out a, quite a few of these things now. I so, think it was a seven, yeah, eight, and, something and, like that. And people are actually listening. Like, you guys are listening, and we really, really appreciate Thank that. Thank you. And um, so we would just love to be able to we, – we like to talk about companies we love, obviously a few that we don't. But, like, if we love something, we want to share that with our listeners who are loyal and they buy things and they're smart and they're pretty. So today I thought I'd bring a product on that has not given me anything except... Pure joy? Well, no, a free product. <laughs> oh, even better. Yeah. I'll take free shit. And um, a little background. Your, your wig. Maybe that's the sound. Sometimes the sound happens and it might be our wigs hitting the mic. Anyway, it doesn't I matter. Sneak it off for a little bit. It's a little warm. Yeah, me too. 
Um, so my one of my former uh, employers is a company called Authentic Entertainment, and mm-hmm. they produce Flipping Out, Ace of Cakes, um, a number of big shows for a number of networks, and um, I worked for them many years ago. But uh, one of the proprietors of the company is a man named Tom Rogan. He was a great boss, good friend. Is he related to Joe? No, he's not. I don't think. Um, and he has left the entertainment industry to, Good pers- for him. to, right? <laughs> <laughs> to pursue his passion, which is chocolate. Very good for him. Fair um, trade chocolate. I should know more exactly. There's a website. We'll give you. So the company's called Good Now Farms or Good No, maybe. It's G O O D N O W Farms Chocolate. And he, I, I'd recently gotten back in touch with him. He moved out of Los Angeles back to Massachusetts, where his family is. Two kids, like, living the life. God and damn it. This beautiful box. So it just came in the mail. And so we open it up. Um, so these single origin bars come to you directly from our farm where we handcraft our chocolate to highlight the unique flavors of fine, is it cacao? Cocoa. How cacao. Do you cacao. Cacao. Enjoy Tom and Monica, who Monica is his lovely wife. Hi, Monica. Um, and so, yeah, they're goodnowfarms.com if you want to find out more about their process and how they stay true to the bean. And this box is adorable. There's like a nice little yeah. stuffing and I think maybe a, a decal. Can you put it on your computer if you wanted to? You could do that. I'm not going to, but maybe. And now we have in this box. Uh-oh. You, you, you're plugged? plugged in. No, you're good. Okay. There's three bars here. There's the El Carmen. There's the, I'm going to mispronounce this, Asoshivite. Asoshivite. Sure. And the Almendra Blanca. And so they, they are sourced from Mexico, Guatemala, and Nicaragua. And I think we should try some. I can't. You can't? I'm doing the whole 30. Oh, my God. You, can have a, you can't have one block of chocolate? No. This is such a letdown. <laughs> it's added sugar. Is it going to make you like balloon or something? I'm going to turn into Violet Beauregard. Well, I'm going to try it. I'll, I'll describe your face as you try it. Girl. It's a piece of chocolate. Oh, and fine. Chocolate. I'll try it. But <laughs> you know what? I'm technically supposed to start all over tomorrow if I have ad- added sugar. You don't have to have it. I'm going to eat it. And I'm going to lord that over you the rest of our friendship. I'd rather you not eat it then. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Bitch, I'm eating that and chocolate. Like, oh, it turns around. <laughs> now I'm like, get away from the chocolate. <laughs> We're going to try the um, Almandra Blanca, which is premium dark chocolate, 77% cocoa. And Almandra Blanca means white almond. The color of this bean gives the finished bar a lighter look despite its high cocoa content, cacao content. A short, gentle roast highlights the bean's naturally bright and fluty flavor. See, the thing that blows my mind is like this is a person that was working in entertainment and now he makes chocolate bars. I know. That's so cool. And really, this this stuff looks great. So It's beautiful. I'm like, if I started... A chocolate bar company, I would like wrap it in duct tape and be like, here you go. This is my chocolate. They have beautiful like packaging and stuff. That's brilliant branding. <laughs> here you go. I hope you like chocolate. And then when you get through the duct tape. Do you want like a really small piece? I'll fucking eat the chocolate, Paul. This is a really, Everybody's, this is a great new segment. <laughs> it's called our second fight. Mm. That was nice. That was really nice. It's worth all my hard work down the drain. <laughs> Sponsor us. Sponsor us. <laughs> yeah, I said it was worth it. It is really good. Sponsor us is the wrong name for this too. We want to sponsor you. Sponsor you. Sponsor you. 
Nobody, mm. Nobody's going to give us any fucking money, bitch. No. They'll give us chocolate bars, though. I'll take them. <laughs> Thank you, Tom. Thank the you, Tom and delicious. Monica. You guys and are the shit. If you're interested, Good Now Chocolates or Good Now Farms. Farms. GoodNowFarms.com. Check them out. That was really good. Mm. God damn it. It's so choc- like so dark chocolate. It's my mm-hmm. favorite. Well, thank you for bringing those. I'm sorry that I no ruined problem. it with my <laughs> my willpower. Now I wish we were drinking wine. Shit. I know. See? She's <laughs> off the wagon. <laughs> Goodbye, hot body. Just kidding. That was never going to happen. Um, do you want just a little till? Oh, yeah. Do you have just a little till? I have a quickie. I got a longie. Do you want to go first with your quickie, or do you want me to go first with my longie? Um, why don't you go first? Okay, so Leah Remini had a show come out on A&E this week. Have you seen it? I haven't. It's really good. It did really, really well. Yeah, it's fascinating. It's about her going and like connecting with people that have less Scientology, too, and it's crazy. The story... Paul's like really getting down with this chocolate. I'm glad I'm going first because he's just like having a moment. Real good. It's really good. Continue. <laughs> Continue. Um, so she did an AMA on Reddit that day. Ooh. Which I fell down such a rabbit hole. Tell me everything. I'm going to tell you my favorite part, which was uh, the question was, how are treat how are children treated in Scientology? I wouldn't think that this would be the most interesting thing, but once I fell down that rabbit hole, holy geez. So her answer was, as old spirits in little bodies who have returned to Scientology, children are treated as adults. So creepy, right? It gets better. Uh, a Reddit user XLen commented, explains a lot of the weird stuff around Surrey Cruise. Great point. Um... Uh, They dressed her like she was like Betty Davis. Yeah. And also Leah said she hasn't read anything that is inaccurate. I wonder if that includes that claim that Scientology believes Surrey Cruz was L. Ron Hubbard. It said, uh, goes on to say there were claims made by ex-Scientologists that her bedroom was prepared by, prepared for LRH. They had his favorite books and his robe laid out on her bed that she was served his favorite meals, things of that nature. His robe? Yeah. Then you have the stuff of the media grabbed a hold of where she was dictating major decisions for her parents, more or less controlling every aspect of her own rearing. Um, if Scientologist children are treated like adults, Surrey was treated like an adult with authority, authority allegedly. Crazy. Uh, and then another user said, I remember laughing at Katie saying Surrey picks out all of her outfits. I remember yeah, her saying I remember that. that too. All of her outfits for her, but now. Um, glad Katie was able to get away. And if that means Tom not being in Surrey's life, it's worth it in this case. It's crazy. Like, can Katie ever talk? Can Katie ever tell us what happened? She can't. No, she would be, I'm sure she signed so much. If, but if she were to, to write a tell all, my God, my God, I'd read it. And I would, I would, I would wait outside of a bookstore. No, I wouldn't. I would buy it on Amazon, but like I would wait to click buy on Amazon until midnight when it released. Like, it's crazy. And then there was one last. Um, that would make so much sense. Think about the name. They called her Surrey, like the surrogate bodies in the Bruce Willis movie, Surrogates. She is a surrogate body for LRH's soul. Freaky. I love that this person 
had to reference this Bruce Willis movie, right. Surrogates, to explain to us what a surrogate is. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I had no idea. No, otherwise. it takes, actually, I have to be taught through um, Bruce Willis references and everything <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Like um, Armageddon, he's in Armageddon, yeah. Armageddon is the end of the world, like that movie, that Bruce Willis movie, Armageddon, that he starred right. in, and he died. That's the first movie I cried at. That is not surprising. <laughs> I hated that movie. Hated that oh movie. Oh, my God. Deep Impact cried my eyes out. Didn't see it. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so terrible, but and it's exploitive, but it's much more like, it's not just about, like, Armageddon, it's really only affects those three people. The end of the world. Yeah, but he says, I love you, baby. And she's like, Daddy. And then Steven Tyler sings. Don't close. close. You liked that song. Everyone liked that song. It was a great song. Yeah, I that could listen good. to that song tonight and feel good about it. So yeah, so <laughs> yeah, shut up. Shut up. What's um, your little till? It's a really quickie, but have you ever wondered why there's no uh, seatbelts on school buses? I have wondered. Yeah. Because my school bus driver drove like a lunatic. Well, apparently they're more dangerous than not have Because like... So federal law requires them to be in buses only under 10,000 pounds. Once they get larger than that, the passengers sit higher and makes them safer in collisions. And mm. a seatbelt would actually, in, the, in this scenario, since it is such a large vessel and like it's more likely to flip over or whatever, is to keep them confined rather than stop them. Like a seatbelt's intent is to keep you from moving forward. Uh-huh. But on a bus, you're already so high that if you get hit or you stop, like you're not going to probably move forward. Is I'm the, just imagining all those little kids like flying around the inside of a bus, though. It seems so dangerous. It's apparently not. The National Safety says there are, uh, Council says that they're about 40 times safer than a family car. Wow. Um, and that um, they also don't trust kids to use the seatbelts mm. properly. And that True. like being around their neck could be bad or whatever. Um, kids are stupid. And a, in a crash, the child will go against the seat and that will absorb most of the impact. Um, said John Hamilton, the transportation director of Jackson County, Florida School Board. Plus, it's a safety device so that they won't be projected through the air. Is John Hamilton related to the play? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so that's my just a little tell. That's now, good to know. I've always wondered. Yeah. Thank so, you for answering that for me. We have one more fun new segment today. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it is. It's a surprise. So as I mentioned earlier, I was in Palm Springs this weekend. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned in another podcast episode, a friend of mine who has a YouTube channel, A Thrifty Miss, if you checked it out, hopefully you did. She does professional thrifting. So she and I this whole week went to a lot of different thrift shops. And I thought of my dear friend, Lindsay, because oh. it's the season of giving. Did I get a present? You got a couple presents. <gasps> This is a segment we like to call Thrifting Lindsay. <laughs> Are we going to have a sound effect? Uh, maybe next time. Thrifting Lindsay. Um, that was it. I want to show you a few things. I, I wish I could show the audience right now, but... These, we'll put it on Facebook. These are, the, uh, <laughs> these are these neck scarves that I, I found. I saw those earlier. Those are adorable. So they're called... Um, they're Ray Smoot, which is the best name That's ever. my favorite. I'm going to name everything Ray Smoot now. <laughs> my next dog is Ray Smoot. It's called Western Neckwear, and it's like these little, I think they're for women mostly, but they're these little neckties that go around, and they give you a little country look, and this one store had a bundle of them. A little them. bit country, a little bit rock and they're roll. They're polyester, they're super, the fabric's really great. Anyway, they're 50 cents, and I found out online right now that people are buying them vintage for like 14 bucks a piece, so. 
Fuck yeah. I was going to give them to my friend Jake, but now I'm going to sell them. Yeah. He can buy one if he wants to. <laughs> um, You'll give him a discount. Also, this isn't for you yet, but maybe when I'm done reading it, you might want to. It's a book that Betty White wrote. Oh my God. About her blind friend's relationship with his dog. I am 110 million percent in. The Leading Lady, Dinah's Story by Betty White. And so Tom it's Sullivan. a story about his dog named Dinah? I'll tell you. Tom Sullivan and his family have been... This is from Betty herself. She wrote this. God bless you, Betty. Tom Sullivan and his family have been my treasured friends for some 20 plus years. Not too long ago, I would have said we all knew each other completely. However, it took one special golden retriever to God bring a whole new dimension, not only to our friendship, but to each of our lives. The leading lady was not planned in advance. One afternoon, I was relaxing in my living room, enjoying a rambling conversation with a friend. Who doesn't want to have a rambling conversation with Betty White? I would sit for five days without moving and getting bed sores just to talk to that lady. As usual, Dinah was a participating third party, smiling from face to face as we visited. Dinah's the dog. Suddenly, I was struck by the realization that I was privileged to be part of something rather extraordinary that had to be documented. During a phone conversation with Tom, I casually broached the subject of putting Dinah's story down on paper. His instant response was an enthusiastic affirmative and we were off and running. God bless you, Betty White. But listen how she wraps it up. This is by no means a my favorite pet book. This is the story of a world-class working animal, of her outreach and her influence on the lives of her friends. It is also the story of those friends. I'm like... My heart just broke. (laughs) It was also sewed back together just in the synopsis of the book. So I'm reading this. But I have things for you too. Yay, yay, yay. I like presents. So the first I don't present. have anything. You gotta talk into your mic, I'm boo. Back. The first present. There we <laughs> I found this book. And by the way, everything that I'm about to give you, by the way, everything that I'm about to give you. I have to give it back? No. Oh, okay. Cost $3.50 total. Oh, so you spent that, that much mind. money on me? That's but look so at nice. what you're about to get. Okay. This book is called How to Peel a Peach. And a thousand and one <gasps> other things every good cook needs to know. Lindsay loves to cook. I love to cook. And I felt like it was something that you could just skim you through. You know, I never really knew how to peel a peach because they get so, like, juicy. And it's got all these recipes in it, but it also has, like, oh my God. fun I'm tips so on ingredients. I'm so excited. I'm earnestly very excited. <laughs> this is the world of thrifting that I have come to love. Jackie <laughs> did tell me, she's like, it gets close to hoarding at times. You really have to get rid right. of it. And she's like, my family had to tell me that the next step when you become a hoarder is animal hoarding. And she's like, I don't want that. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> I mean, I'm close to animal hoarding anyway. Also, the reason I have a bajillion dresses, half of which I can't fit into anymore in my closet is because I used to live by a Goodwill that I think the studios would give old costumes to and I would just go oh. there and get myself some gorgeous dresses for like four bucks a piece. That's so that's amazing. and I can't get rid of them. So no they're classic. One day I'll fit back into Speaking them. of outfits. Uh oh. Someone's got a new t shirt. Shut your it, it's okay, I'm gonna describe it. It's pink. It's like the football thing with the stripes on and it says no photos please and it's the <laughs> biggest t shirt I've ever seen in my life. I'm gonna wear it to bed every single night. It was in their nightwear section and I just thought of you. <laughs> and I'm going to walk into bed and I'm gonna say, Josh. No photos. No photos, please. <laughs> Thank you. Um this Le- this third. Oh, it gift. doesn't even smell like. I know. I thought that's why I got it too. Yeah, I was like, that's nice. <laughs> that's so gross. I just shoved my face into it. This third gift is a bit of a mea culpa to my assessment last week that everyone that likes beaches is an idiot. I actually did get a call from my dear friend Ray, 
who was not happy with that assessment of things. Um, Josh, my husband, back. was also horrified yeah, It was by like it. the most controversial thing I've said so far, which is kind of shocking. <laughs> so in... Um, People love beaches, I told you. In, in an attempt to make right, I have found... <gasps> a Bette Midler vinyl. Look at her with her curly hair. Called Thighs and Whispers. Let me read the, the songs on it. We've got... Big Noise from Winnetka, Mill Worker, Cradle Days, My Night in Black Leather, Yes, yes. Please, hang, hang On In There, Baby, Hurricane, Rain, and Married Men. I am going to put this on immediately when we go upstairs. And she was not like by any means like a stunner, but she's sexy. Like, she's so what sexy. What did she have? I don't, like, she just like, she had that like confidence, sure confidence and she yeah. oozed things and I love her. Her face is also like... Glenn Close, like interesting looking. Oh yeah, you know, good symmetry, but still like not a classic beauty, but just like gorgeous. Uh, her daughter looks exactly like her. I know it's crazy. It's crazy. Thank you. And your last gift. Oh, I got another one. Is the most one I'm one I'm most excited about. I'm very excited. So I I want this to be like maybe like a little bit of a trend when I go thrifting is to find you more of these and so we can maybe make like a shelf or something. Yes, we have a perfect shelf right here. And it's going to be Weiss glasses <gasps> that we can like rotate in and out. Yes, please. So this is the first one. It's so weird that I think it works. It looks sexual at first, but it's not. So it's, it's a, a tomato bean slice, but it looked like... A yeah. butt with a knife in it. I thought it looked like a vagina with a dildo in it. Oh, and also little drops and the of blood. blood coming out of that's, it, which is that's definitely upsetting. Menstrual. It's a menstrual tomato. But I like the shape of the glass. It's nice. We'll t- we'll post a picture of it on the website. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a. Well, we have the domain for a yeah. website. Um, we are professional, you guys. So thank you, Polly. Thrift and Lindsay. Yay. Three dollars and fifty cents. Oh all my that. god! And I feel so gifted right now. Hashtag blessed. There you go. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Now I feel like, here, I got you a chocolate bar wrapper. No, you barely even ate the chocolate. Get away from me. <laughs> I got it for you, though. There you go. It's okay. it's a wine topper. Oh, he's just over there eating some more chocolate. It's so good, Tom. It's not that you're listening, but it's delicious. He might be listening. You never know. This doesn't really fall into any category, but I just opened a tab on my computer and I have to visit it. I don't know if you've seen it. Did you know Lifetime is doing a... A Britney Spears movie? No. They are doing a bio movie. What is it called? Biofilm? <laughs> Biodome? They're doing a biodome of Britney Spears. A biopic. <laughs> Thank you. Pretty much everything I just said could be... Bio movie. Biodome. Um, There's one every episode. And <laughs> I'm turning into my mother. Um, what was it one time? I think it was one... Uh, there was a... A Lindsayism that she said before we were releasing them, and it was we were making fun of a celebrity, and Lindsay said she'd go to the opening of a shoestring. <laughs> What's it supposed to be? I forget. Opening of an envelope. That's right, a shoestring. <laughs> like I said, you know how those shoestrings open. Everybody, open right everybody on does. <laughs> um, so they released pictures from it today. Just Google. Lifetime Britney Spears biodome, and you'll find them. They're so atrocious. They have a woman named Natasha Barrett. I'm sure she's a lovely, very talented actress. Looks zero percent like Britney Spears, like negative five percent like Britney Spears. The guy they have playing Kevin Federline is actually much more attractive. Um, and all the pictures from it are just 
Oh, Justin Timberlake is nothing. And also, I think they got Backstreet Boys and NSYNC mixed up because it's crazy. Look it up. It's hilarious. I bestow that onto you. <laughs> Go do work. <laughs> Go do work. <laughs> oh, let's flip our wigs. All right. Should I start? Yeah, I want you to. All right. Thank you. I'd like to start... Um, my biggest wig flip this week is for the podcast Homecoming. Mm, it is. What is it? So good. I haven't talked about it yet. No. So it is a fictional story that I don't even really know exactly where it's going yet. But the basis so far is recordings from phone messages, conversations, and like audio tape recordings. Are they real? No. It's all. The whole thing's fictional. Oh. Starring Katherine Keener. Yes, please. I love her so much she's, and her voice is so good. You know, it's so, like you hear every single <sighs> ounce of her character. She's my favorite voice in the world, I she's think. She's fantastic. Except Oscar for Isaac. Tra- Trader Joe's City had a great voice too. Anyway, that Oscar guy. Isaac. Oscar Isaac. David Schwimmer, who's actually fantastic really? in it too. He plays kind of like a prick boss. Um, Amy Sedaris. Love. Um, David Cross. Love. It's an amazing cast. And the story is Catherine Keener. So far, I'll just say like the beginning is was an employee for a veterans um, return group. Speaking of veterans, she's mm-hmm. um, and she is working with a, a couple different patients. And it ti- the time kind of jumps back and forth in between her her recorded um, sessions with the soldier and then like where she is now. She's mm-hmm. now left the organization and she's a waitress in Florida with her mom, and they have those conversations. And she has conversations that they play back with David Schwimmer of him, like kind of yelling at her. She was he was her boss, and it just flows really, really well. It's thir- it's a tight thirty minutes, but oh, you I get very much wrapped up into the story. And good the for end, a short commute. Yes, and there's three episodes so far, and the end of this third episode is a stunner twist. And it was like it feels like old time radio. I hope more people are going to start doing this. Like I love the idea of like you know, little short stories, Mm -hmm. especially when you can, you know, the serialized nature of hearing one every week. Um, It's fantastic. Definitely writing it. I should know his name. I'll find it right now because he's, um, he, he, he said he does a, at the end of every episode, he does a five minute. This is how we did this this week or a little behind the scenes thing. And um, this week he said that this is the first thing script he's ever written. Like, of course. Oh, Good for you. <laughs> I'm sorry if that sounded bitter. It's because I am. <laughs> um, and it's produced by Gimlet Media. So if Gimlet is listening, we would love to be part of your family too. That'd be great. Thanks. Thank you. Um, I'll find his name. You can. You okay. Flip your so wig. my first flip wig, wig flip is the Netflix series Oliver Stone: The History, The Untold History of the United States. Mm. Have you heard of this? I haven't. So basically, Oliver Stone, um, the director that everybody knows, was basically uh, horrified by the education that his children and basically people in the public schools are getting him the history of America because it's so truncated and always makes us the hero, doesn't tell all the nuances that people should know about historical events and the history of our country and all that stuff. Um I first got into wanting to know more about history when I got onto the Dan Carlin Hardcore History Podcast, which I recommend to everybody, but it's a lot to unload for sure. And um, each part is like four hours. So it's a lot, but it's great. Dan Carlin is a genius. Uh, 
but this is nice because it's like it's like two hours each, mm. and you know there's there's video clips documenting. I've only watched the World War Two one, but it was amazing. Like how many are there? I want to say six, but I don't think that's right. There's probably more than that. But it goes from World War Two all the way up to presentish day. Okay. It's so good. I there are so many things that. about World War Two that, like, when I thought of it, I was just like, oh, yeah, the Nazis, the Holocaust, we dropped nuclear weapons, and Japan attacked us. That's pretty much the broad strokes that I was taught. I think that's all there really was. Right. <laughs> like, it happened, like, over, like, a weekend, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. Basically, like, the United States didn't didn't become part of it for really, until the Japanese bombed us because we had cut off their oil and steel supply and all this shit. Like, tons of shit that I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> all of this happened? And FDR wasn't always in a wheelchair? No, he was walking around some of those videos. I thought he had polio when he was, like, a kid, and that's he how he did, got it. He did, but he had, like, a cane, and then uh, it got worse. Oh. See, spoiler alert. Sorry. And Eleanor Roosevelt is still a badass. And you're supposed to be telling me more about her. I will one day. Okay. Put so on, anyway, I definitely recommend it and uh, check it out. Learn about your country. I will. Maybe I'll watch the World War II one and we can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I saw Fantastic Beasts <gasps> and How to Find Them. Don't spoil it for me. There is nothing I could possibly spoil about that movie except that I don't think Eddie Redmayne's a good actor. Really? Yeah. I actually thought at the end of the movie, I was like, maybe the twist is going to be that, like, he has um, Asperger's. Like, that that's going to be, like, something that comes out. And, like, because that'll be, he acts so, he's so stiff? Like, foppish in the most, like, is foppish an offensive word? I don't think I it don't is. Know. I think people I think always if, say it about Hugh Grant, but I think it could mean, like, it could be a gay. I think if anybody fine. can say it, it's you. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> he, he, do, he, he's, it's a very unusual performance, and he, is not terribly likable, but the movie's fun. Okay. But the exciting thing about the movie is that I saw it in D box. What is that? It's the greatest thing ever. Your seat moves with the <gasps> movie, and it's so much. It made the movie a thousand times. Where more Where do fun. I go to find it? So there's a theater out in Palm Springs, but there's got. I think there's one downtown in LA. Okay. Because I think actually uh, Nick and Jay went to see San Andreas. Oh, that would and be And said fun. it was like, it made the movie so much more fun. It's true. Like you, cause you're sitting there and all of a sudden like someone uh, transports and your whole chair just like rockets back and forth. I love it. And it actually it. turns like left and right too. It sways while you fly. It's really, really cool. So is it also 3D? No, this wasn't 3D. Okay. I think it's just the movement. That's so That would cool. probably make you nauseous. Yeah. That would be cool though. But um, yeah, the movie's fine. It's more, what's weird is that there's, it's like two movies, really. Oh. There's like the beast stuff, which I kind of thought was cool. is very kid-friendly. Uh-huh. But then the background of like the persecution of the magicians is very like oddly adult at times and actually kind of violent. And, Ooh. But I mean, you know, I think you enjoy it. I'm going to go see it with my dad and go mom see are in town. Yeah, go see it. It'll be fun. Okay. Um, okay. So speaking of plane movies... On my way home from New Jersey from Thanksgiving, even though we were together on Thanksgiving, like I flew to New Jersey that day, and then you know, just kidding, we we, we psyched you guys out. You <laughs> fell for <laughs> you it. You fell for it. They were like, "Why aren't they talking about current events when they're listening to it?" Um, so I watched the film Maggie's Plan. Oh, how was that? I enjoyed it. It wasn't great, but um, you had talked about oh Greta Gerwig's in it. She's in it. She's like the main lady. And I actually really enjoyed her performance. Okay, good. I, I, I was nervous when I recommended because she's not for everybody. She's not. And I don't know. I'm not going to like go out of my way to see her movies. Mm-hmm. 
but she was perfect for that character. Um, the shining star I felt was Julianne Moore, though. I love her. I love her so much. She plays this... Um, Biggest maybe robbed uh, Oscar oh. for Boogie Nights. Her oh, performance in Boogie... You haven't seen Boogie Nights? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to leave out the window. We're watching it tonight. <laughs> I just watch Beaches every night. I can't even... I'm not even, like, taking that. Like, I'm shocked. Boogie Nights is... I thought you were going to say the all-timer movie. The what movie? Alice's story or something like that. She won for that. Oh, she did? <laughs> Still Alice. Alice's story. <laughs> I've got my finger on the pulse. Um, so she was great in this. She was great. She plays like this, uh, I think, Swedish or Polish. Same thing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, she has this wonderful accent, this, these crazy clothes that she wears. And I don't know. I, I really enjoyed her performance. Okay. And I, even Ethan Hawke, who I don't usually like outside of Gattaca. Uh, Random thing to love him in. Have you seen any I of the Sunrise Gattaca. movies before Sunrise? No. I just I, They've been, obviously, they've, there's been three of them. And I've just watched Before Sunrise and Before Sunset. And there's still one more. But they are great. Are they? And he's great in them. I don't know if we've talked about this, guys, but I've seen nothing, just so you know. Nothing. Um, so, yeah, I, I would say if you're in the mood for a, like, long-ish, weird romantic comedy that's kind of bookish, definitely check it out. <laughs> that speaks to <laughs> what? so many moviegoers. So <laughs> what could I watch today? I want a long-ish kind of rom-com bookish movie. Yeah. What's going to fulfill my need? It actually sounds... Del- Divine, actually. It was me. good. It was a good plane movie. Yeah, I love a good plane movie. Me too. Um, I have a whipped a flipped wig, a whipped flag for um, the Los Angeles Rescue Association Canine Cage Free, which is where we rescued our beloved Duke from. Hi, Duke. They had an email go out that they officially have rescued one thousand <gasps> dogs or placed one thousand dogs. Good for them and um, everybody that got a dog through them. Yeah, so a thousand dogs. Congratulations. So props to them. If you um, are looking for a dog in the Los Angeles area. I cannot recommend them higher. They um, they rescue from different uh, shelters around the city. But uh, Jill, who's the main proprietor there, was really, for a first-time dog owner, good uh, hand holder throughout the process. And That's they amazing. have the policy that if things don't work out, they will take the dog back, which I know is never an ideal situation. But in, we found out that a lot of shelters will not take the dog yeah. back. Yeah. So to know that you have that insurance in case of a problem is a nice Thing to know because yeah. they're not they're not obviously going to put the dog down. They're going to try and find the dog. In the Absolutely. Home. Um, so they're great. A thousand dogs. Good on you. Good on you. Good in the world. Yay! It's so nice to hear and see. Um, speaking of good in the world, I want to talk about Dolly Parton. That's why I mentioned her earlier because I think she's just such a gem and American treasure. Uh, we all have heard about the fires in Gatlinburg, right, Tennessee, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where Dollywood is. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, there, there have been casualties, people have lost their homes, everything. Dolly Parton is giving the families that have lost their homes and their livelihoods and everything a thousand dollars a month until they get on their feet. Wow. Because she is a goddamn saint. A thousand dollars a month. That's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Goes a long way in Tennessee too. That's good people. That's good people. She also performed on The Voice last night or the night before and sang Jolene with Miley Cyrus. Oh, and it was Miley does a good Jolene, she and obviously does. Dolly does. So Dolly's I mean, sounded amazing, it, and Miley did a great job too. But God damn it, I love that woman. She's a living legend. She is. Um, speaking of living legends, there is a waffle <laughs> <laughs> on Thanksgiving after we recorded. Mm-hmm. 
my husband and I were watching the Macy's Day Parade, and I had got these frozen waffles from Whole Foods. Julian's recipe waffles, sweet Belgian vanilla. I cannot tell you. Like, <laughs> there is no hyperbole. I lost my mind. Are you a waffle person? No. Wow. That's what makes it crazy. Like a Belgian waffle in a breakfast is not a I, like, I need a to shit. I need to split it at best and I need like probably like ice cream on and it. And I'm I'm gonna be the person that the person asks, do you want to split a waffle? Yes. I'm never gonna be like, hey, you no. wanna split split a waffle? Yeah. Um, these are like the most perfect little sized waffles, and they're kind of have like this light sugar coating on okay. them. And I put a little bit of jam on it too, and every bite I had, I had to like put my fork down, which is always a sign that I'm like in a Savory. really good place. Wow. I mean, Nick was like, shut up about these waffles. <laughs> but I thought they were outstanding. So if you go to Whole Foods and you want just like a little something sweet in your freezer. So not even for just breakfast. I would actually say that it's a better dessert. Would you put a scoop of ice cream on it? It would be too much. Oh. Yeah. It's good enough. It would take away. Wow, those are Maybe words. on like your second one, but for the first one, I would say your first bite, you have pure and then maybe some jam. And then maybe a scoop of ice cream. And then maybe a scoop of ice cream. <laughs> so what we're saying is in one sitting, you should probably devour three waffles at minimum. They're so good, you guys. How many come in a box? Four. Oh, perfect. And so I there's didn't... one left over for the mailman. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he's eating waffles with you, but he might be. Oh. Okay. I got one more thing to flip my wig about. I have one more thing to flip my wig about. Perfect. Uh, insecure. Mm, I'm a little bit behind. Okay. But I don't want to spoil it for you. Okay. I, I binged think, it. Oh, did you? I'm suddenly... Do you hear that? I'm suddenly stuffy. Um, what episode are you on? The one we just watched was... Um, it was great. It's probably four or five. Like, we're halfway through. At what part is she with, with Lawrence and... Spoilers, they, by the way. They are still together. I'm assuming things might... I'm not going to look at you. Um, I won't give it away. They gave, they, The one we just watched before that, they gave away the couch. They got their new couch. And then now they are... What happened in this one? Has career day happened yet? Yes. It was the... Well... I, my memory Ugh. escapes me. There's a huge thing that happens. Has a huge thing happened yet? No. Okay. Well... I really enjoy Insecure, and <laughs> I recommend it. <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. We'll I talk guess. about it next week, along with Westworld, because that's the oh, se- fuck, season I'm finale. Out on Westworld. Oh well, then I'll talk about Westworld because it is good. It is a philosophy lesson that never fucking ends. It's not though. It's so easy to figure out. It's not even that. It's not it, there. There's not a lot to figure out. No, I actually just think that they they feel like. They think that they're writing poetry on that show and they need to relax. It's a show about some robots. You need to relax. I'm relaxed. <laughs> and this is how relaxed I am because I'm about to be very, very... I'm a Miranda Lambert fan, obviously. Second fight. <laughs> the new album came out. I've been talking about it a lot. It's a double album. I love the first disc. What about the second disc? It should have been one disc <gasps> and i'll going oh, to continue wow. to say, okay. i know but i'm being right. like this is hard for me to say i, I see like, the pain on your face there is a world where i believe that miranda and i will meet someday and i don't think i'll be able to like contain myself i think she is brilliant i think she's charming i love her music i have not even said this to my husband yet like this oh is my heartbreaking. God. i'm honored actually so i think the problem is the idea of a double album might not be for our times 
And I remember my, my parents had like, Emmy Lou Harris did a double album. It was, I think, I forget the name of it, but um, like it was a thing in the past right. where like people would do 24 songs and they were probably an audience that was not like us always like sort yeah. of. And I went for the, this is ridiculous, but I went to the beach uh, to, when it came out a week ago and I sat there and I just listened to the first disc and I was sitting on the beach and I didn't do anything. It was on my phone. I really just wanted to listen to it and I loved it got really cold and so I left for the second disc and then I was just like I listened to it more casually so that is something to be said but there's songs on it on the second disc like the first disc I think is great all the way to the second disc feels like oh I think you just said that it's like Uh, a little bit too much it's a little bit redundant like she's going through it and it's awesome to hear but like there's a couple songs that seem to be like repeating the same thing and I wonder if it were just one album if I'd even notice that and I think what she should have done is almost like what Carly Rae did, where she put out her obviously amazing album, Emotion. Right. And then she did a B-Sides. Right. That came out six months later. Yeah, that's If smart. she had done a B-Sides for this, it would have also like taken you you know, six months away from the first disc, and then you'd be like, oh, now actually I listen to this in a new way, where like the message is a little bit sadder, and now I want to hear like the other side of this. Hearing it in one sitting, Too 24 much. songs... It's too much for me, and it breaks my heart a little bit. But it's still an awesome album. There's some classic, classic Miranda songs. I respect great that you came out and said... It's hard for me to say, but it's how I feel. I think Miranda will respect your opinion. We'll see. We'll see. She might go Sorry, back Mir, and Mir. listen to this. Like, we might be friends. And she's like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back and listen, listen to one to of Paul's podcast. episodes. And be like, oh, I'll be like, Lynch, get home and delete that one episode where I talk show about Miranda songs. <gasps> The guy I, 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 I trolled wrote me back. Oh, my <laughs> God. You want to hear it? At Lindsay Harbert, at Amy Schumer. You should actually take the time to understand a joke rather than get defensive. I don't see Amy commenting. I'll be like, what should I say? Should no, I say? we understood the joke. It just wasn't funny? And no, we were saying that if you are going to make that joke, you should probably not be that joke. Okay, okay, okay. We got the joke. We were just saying, no, we, we got the joke. Just thought, if you're going to say the joke, you shouldn't be the joke. Is that it? Or how about, oh, we got it. How about that? Oh, we got it. Or I got it. I don't know who the we is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got it. I just usually don't think that when you tell a joke, you should be the joke. Mm, we'll pitch on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's exciting. We'll have more updates on that next week. Yeah, I can't wait. I hope it goes on all week long. This is like the new book club. Yeah. Lindsay's trolling. <laughs> Lindsay, who are you trolling? Aww. Um, I, th- I found out that guy's name, by the way, um, that does the podcast. Ooh, what about this? Oh, you thought that was a joke? That's cute. No, it's not good enough. Okay. We'll pitch on it. We'll pitch on it. <laughs> he has to know that we got the joke. And the thing is, Do you know what I want to say? Fat. I want to say <laughs> Just write that. We got the joke. You're fat. <laughs> <laughs> that actually might work. Got we got the joke. joke. You're fat. <laughs> You're fat. <laughs> Tweet it. (laughs) (laughs) The hometown creator and executive producer's name is Eli Horowitz. 
Good job, Eli. Good on you, Eli. My friend's baby is named Eli. <laughs> what do mean the baby's right? <laughs> He's going to come back at you so hard I right now. I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, you know what happens next week. Thanks for listening, you guys. We'll be back next week for more terrifying things. <laughs> you should rate and review and retweet. Please, please, please. Please. We love you. Love you. Buy a wig. Buy wigs. Thank you.